Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Let's pray. Father, we're grateful unto you for your word. Your word is true. Your word is anointed. Your word is powerful. And your word will always bless us. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Act chapter 27, verse 22 and 23. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the sheep. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. And look at 24 and 25, saying, Fear not, Paul. Thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God has given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore says, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Praise the Lord. We are talking about dedication and blessings, part two. Dedication and blessing, part two. Please take your seat. There is a blessing when we dedicate our lives to God and to his work. The scripture we read tells us about how Paul was being transferred from one place to another place to stand trial before Caesar. And in the course of that sale, or that journey, they were doing it on the sea. The ship encountered storms because what Paul was telling them about the ship as a man of God, they were not willing to listen to him because at that point in time, he was in chains and was supposed to be seen as a slave or a prisoner. But he was a man of God. And so the direction God was giving to the captain of the ship so that the ship wouldn't encounter that level of turbulence and destruction it encountered. In fact, eventually the ship broke down into pieces. But God just decided to save their lives. They did not heed to that or they did not maximize that direction because they saw him as a prisoner rather than a servant of God. There is always a possibility to lose God's blessing because either we are spiritually not sensitive enough or we are spiritually not intelligent enough or we have our own definition which is away or different from the definition of God. Because as far as God is concerned, 
a man of God who is in prison has not become a cat of God. He's still a man of God. And it is okay for a man of God to be in that kind of situation. Many of us here right now, in the kingdom of God, if your pastor were to stand trial, you will feel like he's lost God. Or he's lost the anointing. Or maybe he's lost touch. Or God has lost him. There should be something very negative why the man of God is in that condition. But from the position of scripture, Paul was actually in line with the will of God, doing the work of God, and still found himself in that trouble because he wanted to obey the will of God. Our generation is a very bad generation because there are some bad people who have defined doctrinal stuff to us in a very bad postmodernist way so that a man of God is no longer a man of God because he's going through one or two, three, two things. But it's not so. And God does not leave his own. He doesn't abandon his own. He said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. I mean, whilst he was there, God was talking to him live and colored. I am very careful when I'm not happy about a pastor. I am very careful when a pastor doesn't look like he's a pastor. When a man of God doesn't look like he's a man of God. I'm very careful. Eli, God had taken away the priesthood from him. But he still gave him an opportunity to bless um, Hannah to get children. Don't try it. I'm saying that, that a man of God comes to you to say, can you give me a thousand Ghana or 500 Ghana for my kids' school fees? It's not a sign that your anointing has increased above them. All. That there was a captain in the ship whom they were willing to obey more than the person God was talking to because people respect academic titles political titles, societal status, more than spiritual status. I'm just telling you something, that a man of God on his way to delivering you might be begging you that help me pay my kids' school fees. But, and that is on his way. Like Elijah went to the woman in Zarephath and he said that, I'm hungry, feed me. But that feed me, that begging the woman was delivering the woman in her house. So if you don't have the spiritual intelligence, if you are an ignorant man, now you, you look at people talk on radio, how they are fed men of God, how men of God come to beg them, Francis Aubin will never send you an envelope. Politician, to come and help me build my church. I won't send you. So when you are saying those men of God, just put a caveat on it and say some. And of course, the ones you fed, it doesn't make them non-men of God. Obadiah said, he had fed some men of God, even though he was working for Ahab. And though Baal prophets were all over on the land, because Ahab was more yielded together with Jezebel 
yielded to the Baal prophet, there were some that the servant of Ahab was feeding in privacy. I'm saying that foolish pastors can be around, but genuine pastors are also around. And the fact that genuine pastors might be in a situation and different times will present different scenarios. Look at Ukraine right now. I was listening to one pastor who used to have a very big church in Ukraine. And he, he was speaking, doing a video from a hiding place because of the situation. And when they throw bomb. You don't say you are a pastor so you won't run. Your legs are for some reasons. That a pastor was running. It's not the reason why you say he has lost God. Because Bible said. Resist the enemy. And flee. There are times you resist. There are times you what? You flee. It's called wisdom. It's called what? So whether you are resisting or you are fleeing, no, it has not changed your calling. And pastors can be in I don't know why I'm preaching this, but I think this message is for somebody. So sometimes a man of God might be of age and people think he has lost God. You don't lose God because of age. And God is not enthusiasm. So that my senior brother used to be here. And there was one guy I used to give opportunity to lead prayer here. And from where my senior brother was coming from, anybody that has a heavy voice in leading prayer or something, he calls it anointing. <laughs> He's a guy now anointed by the voice. Baritone voice is not equal to the anointing. The Bible said there was a noise, a quicken, but God was not in it. And there was a still small voice, and God was right there. I'm saying that enthusiasm, exuberance, is not equal to anointing. You need to be spiritual. Why? Because spiritual things are spiritually designed. They are not naturally designed. said that natural man cannot receive. So when you are natural... And you, God is giving you an opportunity to house a man of God, house a woman of God, house a child of God, house whatever. You might look like it, it can make you pompous, but that is your opportunity right there. And, and prayer will not replace the opportunity that generosity should do. Listen to Pastor Francis very well this morning. That when God presents you an opportunity to feed Elisha and Gehazi on an evangelistic campaign, that opportunity is more powerful than going to Achia Mountains for fasting and prayer. Because after that feeding, the barrenness in your house will be broken. And prayer will not be able to do that. <laughs> That's why you need to be spared. The woman discerned that he was a man of God, even though he needed food. So Paul is in prison. Paul is in is in is 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 on board the ship, and they said that because of your status here, your voice is not allowed, accepted. Huh? Don't be deceived. 
God in a container is in a container. Doesn't matter how cracked the container is. If God is the content inside, watch it. Watch it. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Unlearned men shook their world because God was inside them. And the miracles happened and people said that even though we know them and they are unlearned, the miracle that has happened, we cannot dispute it because these are men that were with the master. No school, but God was on ground. So you, you need to understand. And I've seen people blessed because they understand this. And like any person in life, so are servants of God. The same way that, in quote, regular people go through challenges and rise and become whatever. Men of God also in their work with God go through their own trials and get to the level God wants them to get to. Praise the Lord. So Paul now said that when they didn't listen to him, they hit a snack and the ship started cracking. And uh, everybody's life came under threat. Then Paul, in verse 22, in fact, for many days they did not eat. So he rose up in 22 and said, And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of, of any man's life among you, but of the sheep. So you know where we say there shall be no loss of life. All right. And the reason why there shall be no loss of life is that Paul is here. And the God that Paul belongs to and serves has decided to preserve their lives with Paul. Let me show you that one before I even come into the real thing. Can you give me 24? 24, saying, fear not Paul. Thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God has given thee all them that sail with thee. So here, we are seeing very clearly that Paul was on an agenda. He was, God has sent him and there was a purpose to his journey. He had to be presented before Caesar. I'm showing you something. And that purpose that God had bestowed on Paul and was on course for execution superseded every purpose of anyone on board that ship. And because of that purpose being part of God's agenda and will for the season, God said, Paul, no matter what this water is doing to this ship, you must still arrive and be presented before Caesar. And because of that, anyone with you, because you must be preserved and presented, anyone with you will also be preserved and they will arrive where they are going. I'm just showing you the man of God you shouldn't follow. I'm showing you the man of God you should follow. And I'm preaching this message. What do you think, Akuto? The man you should not follow is a man who is on his own course. A man whose purpose is not sanctioned by God. And God said, Paul, because this, your journey is sanctioned by me and you must be here, everyone with you will be safe. When a man of God is on course with God, you don't leave that man. 
and, and he told them when the ship started breaking, he told the captain of the ship that tell everyone who wants to jump out of the ship that they shouldn't try because people started removing the small, small boat and the light jacket. They wanted to jump. But he said, except you stay with the man of God in the ship. If you jump, you are doomed. There are people jumping, jumping, jumping and jumping. Because when you are jumping, you think you are saving your life. You are losing it. Uh, go and read the scripture very well. Because when God sent you a man, you stay with a man. When God sent you a man, what do you do? And when you stay with a man, where the man is arriving, you will arrive also where you are going. He said, all these lives have been given into you. So when God gives you a pastor, he has actually technically and spiritually also given your life to the pastor. It's in the Bible. Hebrews talks about the fact that they are the ones who will account for your soul. Hebrews talk about the fact that they are your shepherd. Bible through and through. I'll give you pastors who will shepherd you. Don't just be living your life anyhow. I don't need a pastor. I don't. It's foolish people who talk like that too. And if you are talking like that today, may you come out of that thing. Yeah. Yes. I'm my own pastor. You are not. Because you are not wiser than God. He said, I'll give you shepherds. Even God knew this sheep will have trouble. He put a man of God there. And God, the man of God is God's property. It's God's work. God will always protect his property. And because of that, so the best, one of the key things you must have in your life is a pastor. It's what? It's a pastor. A pastor who doesn't have a pastor is endangering his own life. You cannot be so anointed that you are not pastored. This message I'm preaching, it's my pastor who shared with me. It's, it's a quiet time. <laughs> my pastor shared with me. I'm sharing with you. Hey. Ask someone, do you have a pastor? Them, that is why I went to town. When they moved to town, when they moved to baby, I couldn't do that. I worry about It's a long journey from Egypt to the promised land. And look at what I say, Hey, <laughs> you don't have a pastor. Your life, eh? sometimes when God wants to take you to your next level, He will put your next level in the mouth of your pastor. He went to Egypt, Moses. And told Pharaoh, let my people go. God's people, he said, my people. And God wanted to say, my people. He said, the man of God should say, my people. For God, go. That's how their deliverance started. He said, my life is not in the, in the hand of any man. True, but be careful. True by what? It's not, it's not in any man's hand, but not the man God has put your life in their hand. Yesterday, somebody sent me a message that a pastor called him and started raining curses upon him. I said, sleep. No go walk. Do you know why it will not work? Because the Bible said, who are you to judge another man's servant? <laughs> and I told him, I said, you are not his servant. I am your pastor. He can't curse my servant for me. <laughs> it's not Bible. And right before his eyes, he will know that levels day. 
God day. <laughs> God is God and man is man. Don't, don't be afraid of anybody using curses to threaten you left, right, center because it is God who preserves our lives. Yes, I curse you again. Hey, the thing they are cursing you, the next day they will see you are manifesting it. Because greater is he that is in you than the pastor cursing you. And of course, if pastor curses you, it's not God who is bringing the curse to pass. You are, you are just tickling your flesh and working with demons. You are looking for demons to take something and do to somebody. It's, it's a joke. <laughs> Don't curse any keeper's house member because no go walk. Just have your sleep and rest. We can talk about this matter, but don't care. Don't threaten anybody else. Haman's friend, friends and wife, they told Haman, be careful. This Mordecai that you are trying to do one or two things with, if he's a keeper's house member, if he's a Jew, brother, you enter that pit. And true and true. <laughs> and the thing I like about Haman is that nobody hung him or he hung himself. The curse you are pronouncing on a keeper's house member, it is about to tie your whole neck. Be careful not to curse a child of God. Now you born am. Is it your blood that used to save somebody? Don't allocate to yourself power that God has not given you. Stop it. Look at someone say, stop it. stop it. Don't take my message from my hand. God have mercy. Francis, stay on course. <laughs> so Paul said, the reason why you people are in turbulence and you must share up is that I have had an encounter. This is the encounter. Verse 23. He said, for there stood by me this night the angel of God. God whose I am. God whom I serve. That's all the message. And this God said to me that fear not, Paul. Thou must be brought before Caesar and all the people sailing with you to be safe. So we are talking about blessing and dedication because there is a direct connection between dedication, blessing, preservation, and everything you can think about. He said, the angel of the Lord whose I am, this is God owns me. I belong to God. And getting your functionality here on earth, your longevity here on earth, is the fact that you are a product owned by God. I'm saying it again. That the reason why you will live well, operate well, function well, and not die before your time, not be wasted here on earth is because there is a God who sees that you belong to him and you know that you belong to him. The God whose I am. And the question you have to ask yourself is that, can you boldly say that... You are God's property. It's a major question. This is session B. And it's compulsory. For 30 marks. Every other one is 10 marks. 
Can you comfortably, confidently say, God whose I am, I am dedicated unto God. I have the spirit of God living in me. I belong to Jesus alone. You see, somebody cannot say you belong to him when you belong to other people and other things. Anybody who has two teams doesn't support any team. What's your team? I like my you. I like Barcelona. I like Chelsea. You are not? No. You, we cannot. Which supporter are you? Chelsea, man, you, Barcelona? Or Chelsea, Luna? Or Chelsea, man, you? And when the two are playing, is what? It must be draw. No. You have to belong to one, and you can't belong to two. Jesus said, either you are for me or against me. No man can serve two masters. And when he said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God, you got to understand the scriptures. He is not saying that you must be corrupt when you have to be corrupt and you must be godly when you have to. That's what politicians are stealing and quoting that scripture. People are fornicating and quoting that scripture, but that's not so. They were supposed to pay a tax. And then Jesus said, oh yeah, go and pay tax. They asked Jesus, should we pay tax? He said, oh. Bring the coin. Let's see something. So they brought the coin. He asked them, whose superscription is this? It's on the coin. And they said that Caesar's picture is on the coin. And he told them, he says that the one whose superscription is on the coin is the one who owns the coin. So you give that coin to that person. But he was teaching them something higher than they were asking. What was he saying? He's saying that in this life, the one whose image is embossed on your spirit is the one who owns you. So at all times, you are supposed to be dedicated unto that one person. So if you believe that Caesar's image is on you, you belong to Caesar. If you believe that it's Christ's image that is on your spirit, then you belong to Christ and you must always be transacted on behalf of Christ. It's not this and that. No, stop, stop deceiving people. Whose image is on you? <laughs> I want to ask you. Paul said, God, whom, 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 who, whose I am? I belong to Jesus. And the one who owns you is the one you serve. Whom, whose I am, and whom I what? Don't let, you see, don't buy a car for another to drive. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He's saying that the one who owns the car is the one who must drive. Sometimes you can have a third party driving and all of that, blah, blah, but we know the owner of the car. It's clear. Is there anybody here who has married so that another will be having conjugal matter with the person? Do you understand that word I used? So God owns us and therefore we must serve him. We must what? Serve we must serve him. Many people say, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. But they are not dedicated unto God. They have not donated themselves to God. They are not devoted unto God. The word dedication also means something set apart for the use of God. 
or the use of one. Set apart. Have you set yourself apart for the use of God only? Or you have become a multi-usable vessel by multiple uses. You are a utility player to God and some other things. You are multi-purpose. We do nightclub here and we do church here at the same time. Charlie? On Sunday, we are pure for Christ during church hours. After church hours, they press, 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 press us everywhere. Because we have church hour for Caesar and uh, for God and other hours for Caesar. Whoa, look at someone say, whoa. Whose are you? <laughs> Who do you belong to? Listen, this matter is beyond morality. It's an issue of whom you believe owns you and who you honor. The whole issue about what you do with yourself, with your whatever, is an issue of ownership. Either God owns you, devil owns you, you own yourself, or this world owns you. For That's it's a multiple choice. Who owns you? A, God. B, Satan. C, this world. Oh, wait. Four, um, D, yourself. Five, others specify. <laughs> and please, if God does not mark you that he owns you, he's not entering a ship that is on its way sinking. You'll be titanic proper. You heard a guy saying that even if God were to come, this ship cannot sink. When the sea is deeper than the size of the ship, you are talking like that. Oh. In the days of Moses, people were standing on hardened ground by the time they knew they were inside. And there was no sign of earthquake when God was finished. He cemented everywhere smooth with tiles. Didn't leave any valley there or gully there. Just open, swallow them and say, let's move on. Nothing has happened. I'm saying that when you don't dedicate and God waste you, it's not news. It's not what? I'll show you a scripture in Deuteronomy. Kai! Whose I am, whom I serve. Go with me, Deuteronomy. Kadoza Labaya. Age 20, verse 5. He said, And the officers shall speak unto the people, saying, What man is there that has built a new house? I'm showing you the essence of dedicational. You have built a new house. And has not dedicated it. You are talking to soldiers. You are talking to leaders, officers. What man is amongst us? And has built a new house and has not dedicated it. This is the instruction. Let him go and return to his house. Lest he dies in the battle. 
and another man dedicated. Whatever is not dedicated qualifies for distraction. It qualifies for another taking over. He said, he built the house, but he's going to die in war. That is, even your, sustain, your sustenance in war is even dependent on the dedication you have made to God with your substance. If you have dedicated your substance to God, he has a responsibility to preserve you, to return, to go and enjoy what you dedicated unto him. But if you did not, you may die in the war and another person would take over and dedicate it and enjoy it. That's why the first thing to dedicate is yourself. Is your what? Is your, when God owns you, you must accept his ownership of you and dedicate your life. Devote your set your life apart. Say, God, number one, I don't belong to my wife. She's here. I'm telling you. Do I belong to you? Do you, do you give her to me? The first person I belong to is God. Is what? Is God. It's not my spouse. Not at all. And I'll tell you again, the second thing I'm dedicated to is not my family. It's the reason why God brought me here. That's number two. Whatever has been preached, you should go and sleep. Family is not the second reason why I'm here. For what? What's the essence of family? Jesus said, for this purpose, I am here. The family, did Jesus marry? Hey. Hey, you are saying that Jama is the reason why you went to school? That we see Jama in school, has that become the reason why you are in school? Is that why you are seeing Jama and you are having FFFF? Is that Jama on that exam, exam sheet, on that result sheet? Do they grade Jama there? Why are you in school? Is it not for education? Whatever cannot be graded. What, uh, please, and the things that are graded, some are important than others. Yeah. I think that's why they have core subject there. And elective subject there. Am I talking to somebody here? Somebody can have, when they used to have RME, somebody can have D. He's still going to the university. Try having that same D with math and see. Or English and see. Stop so confusing people. Now, marriage is even ahead of ministry. What do you mean? Because they said that if a man is not able to take care of his family, he's worse than an infant. That one scripture, is that the reason? That's how a pastor will, a, a, a lady pastor is going to church and the husband will block, block way. Hey, cook for me before, before you go out there. Don't you know that if you are not able to take care of your house, are you an imbecile? <laughs> Brother, you can't take care of yourself. They should cook for you before they go and do God's work. <laughs> you better take care of yourself. Oh. 
Your wife is not your mommy watching. Start taking care of yourself. There is work to do. As you are busily husbanding yourself in the house, souls are dying. And the souls are more important than that your stomach there. You can't even eat this thing in microwave. Cramp, you, know? you are blocking way. That, submit to your husband. Submit to your husband. Is that Submit is microwave. Submission is not microwave. You are a help meet. You are... Just watch this. You are making me change the message. You are a help meet. That is to say that the first... You see, that help meet is existential. That is, your existence is dependent on the assignment you have been brought here to do. If God did not think that Adam needed Eve to help in the assignment he had given to Adam, Eve wouldn't be there. I'm saying that you are there because there was an assignment on ground first. And you have been brought to help the assignment. You don't become the assignment. Whether you are a man or you are a woman. But some points, you I'm showing you Bible. So, it's important that you dedicate to God. You are only the option C or option three. God, his assignment, kingdom before you. Yes. Before me. I won't cry if my wife said she is going to preach. The food is there. Please take care of yourself. I said, come back here. Come back here for where? For where? <laughs> Whenever I give um, the co-pastor assignment to preach or to go and open our churches, blah, 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 I also relieve her of certain things she has to do for me. I mean, there are things she wants to do, but not me. Sometimes I'm not even around. I don't exist. Because the preaching I'm preaching, it doesn't take me even 30 minutes to preach a preaching of 30, a one hour or two hours. It's just by grace. By her own. She will prepare you, pray you, read you, different commentaries, different, hey! If I become part of that chore, oh, some scriptures will not be interpreted in that Sunday preaching. <laughs> so I don't even come on top. Because her style of preparation is totally different from mine. Are you here at all? Yes, and it takes a lot for her to preach one message. As I'm preaching now, say we are doing another service. I won't even go up. I won't even, I'm preaching. I will be preaching sad the whole day. And the more I'm preaching, the more the preaching is preaching. I can't become another dissing on her table now. No, 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 no. It's a calling. The calling is what drives our lives. Paul is going to be preserved because of the calling. 
You are going there. I've sent you there. That's why you'll be preserved. Everyone with you will be preserved. A pastor who has gone his own way is just entering into the pit with everyone because he's not following the purpose. So, you, we have to come to that place to know that. First thing is that we must be devoted unto God. And that's why I'm saying that the God whose I am and the devotion is in the service. Whom I would serve. Say whom I serve. I can't hear you. Say whom I serve. And let me reiterate the point that your dedication is not pure until you can define your service. Your dedication is not authentic until you can express it in continuous service with excitement. <laughs> not with we, we, we murmuring. You cannot say you are dedicated to God when you are not continuously serving him, his kingdom, and his agenda. That dedication has a different meaning. And different definition. I'm telling you right now that even when you are paid for what you do for God, make sure that your heart is deeper in what you are doing than the money you are collecting. And I believe that some people should be paid for what they do in church. Yes. But your heart must be in the matter. It should not be like you went to do a professional job. You, your heart must be in the matter. That's where the dedication is. That your, of course, the Levites were being paid by God, but they were not paid because they were burning incense because their heart was for God. Their heart was for God. Your heart must be for God. If your heart is not for God, what you are doing for Him is not called service. It's not equal to dedication. It's called an activity. It's called what? I can't hear you. <laughs> when, people want to, when people are hearing truth, they feel like sleeping. <laughs> oh boy, may God wake you up. God, wake them up. Father, wake them up. Wake them up. <laughs> These people, their mouth is praising me, but their heart is far away. I'm saying that if what you are doing, if your heart is not in it, we cannot call it service to God. It cannot qualify to be devotion. It can't qualify as a dedication because your all is not in it. And if your heart is not in it, nothing is in it. Nothing is in it. <laughs> Look, if you are a music director, you are teaching, sing like this, sing like If your heart is in it, nothing is in it. You are singer, you are singing. Some people sing just for money. Hey, put your heart in it as you are there. In fact, your preparation, your heart must be in it. When you are there ministering, your heart must be in it. When you finish, you go and collect your money. Do you understand? You do, the money must not drive you. The dedication to God must drive you. Is God talking to, is God talking to somebody here at all? People be doing things whom I serve. You are serving God. You think you are serving pastor. You are serving God. You think you are serving people. You are an usher. 
to get somebody to sit on it, you saw somebody who took your boy away from you. So that your heart, your heart spoiled. You wish you had a chair that has nails on it. Your heart is not in the matter. Hey! <laughs> Tell somebody your heart must be in it. <laughs> in marriage, you cannot be dedicated if it's transactional. Heart must be in the matter. Hey, if you are a man, eh, you will see women nicer and finer. Yes. Than the one you have been used to. Brother Maminte <laughs> but the settlement of your heart on a matter is what delivers you from temptation. It delivers you from errors, mistakes. That's it. You are settled with God and this woman. And that is why you are on ground. But it's not like there are no alternative uses. If you, you can't call it dedication if your heart is not there. Are you here? Is God talking to somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why some people want to leave their wife because they say the stomach became, became big. You, you, are, you are not a foolish person. It's just that you don't know that the value of a man or a woman is beyond stomach size. That's, that's what you have not recognized. Hello. Please, if you are not angry, because you see, I'm preaching past there, past there, past there. Just wave your hands. Let's see. It's friends and family, colleagues, neighbors. Yeah. Are we friends? When a my wife has given birth to four. Do you understand? The body itself, she says, has junkulized, jiggerized. It should be part of your wisdom if your heart is there. To know that even ah, the last baby we had, it went through a, a procedure. And the, the, the last time, the first child was watching the video. With the mother, I say, Hey, mommy, you go through this and you give birth to four. <laughs> oh, you have to see what women go through to give birth to children. After the elastic stretching, the clay stretching, when the baby comes out, it's a whole new ball game. Now, you, those of you who's system are not lactose friendly. When you eat something with dairy product, milk and all that, and then a bloody if you lose. That's why a whole human being has grown in the body and come out. Stretch the muscles. Stretch everything. You are there. The only reason why you have made the stomach of your wife a major matter is because you have seen some girl be who has suspect. 
Or you just love some slim stomach, compact. But you see, you can't love children and compact stomach at the same time. It's, it's not possible. Brother, why are you angry with me? I mean, I, you just, I, I want to know. Some people can throw bomb. Anytime you are somewhere, everybody is laughing, blah, blah. The one that is not laughing, you have to start. Be careful. Maybe he's about to kill you. You just silent people are dangerous people. They just there and say, he said that the clock is ticking. The guy has 60 seconds. He's, to be ticking He's just there, pew, by the time he knows, sniper. So as I'm doing this, I'm watching all the faces around. Because some people are dangerous people here. <laughs> if your heart is there, you'll be encouraging the lady. Yeah. Um, three days or so ago, I was in the office. I wanted to do something. I was doing some questionnaire in the evening because I was so busy. My wife now called me. Where are you? I said, I'm in the office. So, are you coming now? I said, no. And then the call left. Then he called again. Another time. Eh, are you coming now? My this thing started telling me that. They don't normally ask this question. <laughs> I just wondered, when are you coming? Are you coming now? I need to probe the matter. Please, is that something you want me to do? He said, oh, no. But I wish you would go there. We'll go for a walk. I reach home at 10. He said, is it not late? I said, late for who? Light, day everywhere. Let's go. <laughs> we'll go, go now. We'll go. Who is going to arrest us on the road? Nobody now. It's us. We go now. They talk. Oh, they talk. Oh, they talk. Oh, they talk. Oh. If your heart is not there, I, don't you know the road? You don't know where to do your walk? I you go and do you do you disturb. Somebody is doing something in your corner. You're the only one who has husband. Brother, watch your mouth. <laughs> watch it. Look at someone say, watch it. I'm saying that you can only call your dedication to God, dedication, when your heart is part of the service. If your heart is not part of it, please don't employ anybody who just wants to work for you. If they cannot empathize with you, working with you or for you, you don't have a helper. You have a worker. He just came to work. They can't do extra work. They can't think beyond what they should be thinking as they are seen. Because they, they, there's nothing there. They are just waiting for the end of the month to collect what you have agreed to give them. But to stay extra is a problem. To do extra is a problem. To think extra is a problem. To change the system is a problem. Are you here at all? The people don't want to change anything because they just came to work. Are you not the one who said it's A, B, C, D? Why are you bringing F? The heart is not there. When the heart is not there, people are weak. People don't have energy to move on when the heart is not there. But when heart is there, Nico. Love you from the bottom of my heart. My little love for you will remain. My little love for you will never, never die. One cry, oh, Nico. Oh, Nico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because the love is beyond the wall. Behind the wall. People have done things so. Dangerous things because the heart is somewhere. You can't keep the body of somebody somewhere when the heart is in another place. I'm saying that it's the same with God. <laughs> Whose I am and whom I say. I'm going to give you just one key. Of course, I've told you the first thing you will do is that Jesus himself must be in your heart. Jesus must be where? Following Jesus is so difficult if he is not there. If he's in your head, he's not in your heart. It's like a pastor's child. He's been trained that the Bible is good and all of that. But if that person has not had an encounter with Christ, it's so difficult. The ministry of the father itself doesn't become attractive. It becomes the reason why they are angry with God. Because they have not what? Encountered Jesus. When they encounter Jesus, the Bible comes alive. Light. I, is, God talking, is God talking to somebody here? If Jesus is not there, you see, for instance, I, I, feel, I feel it a very great privilege that I see women as trees. Because I know pastors who are struggling. With just girls to be cry, we cannot call girls. And it's not because I'm stronger, I'm powerful. I'm the, it's just because God has touched me. Are you here? So, people who have not encountered Jesus, they will ask you, what, like, what do you do for fun? Because to them, changing women and doing things with women is fun. But I count it as a privilege that it is not something that I would love to do. And it's a privilege that in this my life, I have not slept with that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, and that one. Because I have not seen anybody who sat on television and said that my record is impeccable. That I slept with this one, four point. Slept with this one, seven point. Slept with this one. If you put it together, I'm thousand point. Anybody saying that kind of a thing? Everybody was saying this man is is not is not a man. It's something else we do, we can't mention in church. So that you feel strengthened, not to do the things that people are struggling to do. You should count it a privilege. And the reason why I count it a privilege is because Christ in me is constraining me. If the constrainer who restrains me from seeing women, whom some of them cry have given you the open door, you can see that some people, oh, some will be wondering, Pastor, are you an Enoch? Pastor, they castrate you. Pastor, what is this? Leave this matter now. Leave it. Insult me and go. My joy is not there. And there is something constraining me. Huh? Every man was born bad. 
including Francis Aubin. We were born bad. The reason why badness is not showing up every day is because something is holding it down. And that's something holding it down. is Christ in me. Holding this thing down. Oh, but the animalistic nature of Francis. Eh? When you see somebody wants to steal something, don't you see creativity? That one is with every man. That one is with every woman. But Christ, that's why I count it a great joy that I know Christ. And that I have given myself to him. Because the perpetuity of my service to him is the guarantee of my devotion to him. That's it. When I stop serving him, there will not be any need to pursue him. That my service is a tool of pursuit. So that sometimes when I feel tired, he strengthens me to go ahead to serve him. And by that strength, I get another strength. I get another strength. And I'm always staying with him because the service itself is giving me life. If you are not serving God, you are just, there are people in parliament, huh? as we are talking right now, they swore by the Bible, that's their head says, I'm a Christian. But their heart belongs to one. Everyone has a price. And uh, where your heart is will determine the price. That's why Judas could be bought. And Peter wouldn't be bought. And John wouldn't be bought. The reason why one collected silver to sell Jesus. And another took a knife to cut ear. For people who were coming to collect Jesus was because of where their hearts were. When you encounter Jesus, it's not a matter of somebody is a fornicator, is an adulterer, blah, 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 blah. There is something that will constrain you. It's the power of God. Are you here at all? And that is the privilege of walking with God. Hey! It's a privilege. It's a privilege. And that's why we are dedicated. I'm dedicated to him. Ask somebody, who, who owns you? Come on, ask somebody, who owns you? Who owns you? If you see me giving offering, eh? If you see me giving offering, is the nicest money I give. Even though it's, it's a lady that will come with a basket to collect. In my mind, I'm not giving it to the lady. I'm giving it to God. It's just part of the system. That God deserves the best. I give my best time to God. Praise the Lord. My, my best self to God. That's a serve God in the days of your word. Your youth, because you you grow to a certain level, and there, there is not much capital that can be drawn from you. Because I want you you are a spent layer. Even when you have ideas or wisdom, you will not have the energy to push it. So if other people don't push your idea, that's a very good one. You will see that nothing will be done for the kingdom. But when you serve him when you are young, energy can follow wisdom. 
can follow idea. That's if no one goes, Jeremiah can raise hand and say, I am here, send me. Because the legs are fresh, the bones are fresh, the mind is fresh, and there is energy on ground. Tell somebody that you need to know Jesus right now that you can do a lot. Yes. Right now that you can do a lot. Wow. And when you are serving him and it's a dedicated service, I'll show you a scripture. One, I promise, one scripture will close. Romans 12, 11. Romans 12 is a dedication. Chapter. Praise God. What does it say? Romans 12, it said, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, we have to be diligent when we are serving God. Two of us. Uh-huh. That's it. Diligent, serving the Lord. Verse 10 said, be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. It's talking about the fact that you and I, we should serve with excitement. We should serve with what? excitement so don't do it when you are not excited about it if you say you are serving God what shouldn't you do don't do it when you are not what excited if you are not sure don't squeeze your face to say to somebody you are welcome what kind of welcome is that and sometimes you, you see some people that doing kingdom service like they are wearying them That's not a devoted service. If you see a soldier in a parade who is tired in the shoe, they still don't squeeze the face. They have been trained to still maintain their posture even when some things are not going well. You know, because you and your husband have some small clash, or something has happened and you are not happy. No? You are coming to sing. Who is it? You, you, are, you are ushering. Who is it? You, you are there. You know, I don't want to describe with our local language because there's something like Botiano, like, you know, that it can just combine with table and there's just Boti. It's like blah, blah, blah. If you did that in a bank and you were a front desk person, your manager will question you. True of us? Yeah. Because the whole place must be brightening. Look at Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Say joy in the Holy Ghost. One more time, one more time. Say joy in the Holy Ghost. You must have genuine passion and love for serving God. Very excited. You see me, I'm pastoring. Excited pastoring. What a joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a joy. I'm pastoring. I'm excited. You should be excited. You should be excited. 
if you are serving water eh, and there is joy in your heart serving it, when people drink it, it quenches their thirst. If you are serving with contention, with murmuring and bitterness, Charlie, we can drink a whole ankra and it will even choke us. May God deliver us in Jesus' name. <laughs> I don't know if I'm preaching. Am I preaching? Serve with joy. Serve with joy. Too powerful. He served with joy. You see that everywhere is very nice. Everywhere is very powerful. Jesus kept telling them, cheer up. Cheer up. Cheer up. Why won't you cheer up? The service is not quality. It's not a dedicated service. When you can't cheer up beyond your personal issue eating you up. Because you came here and once you are here, you are 100% for God. You are no longer for yourself. You are for God. And you are for his work. Are you blessed? Don't, don't serve murmuring. That's why the Lord said that offering is part of your service. And the offering that will qualify for one that will attract a blessing is the one that is given cheerfully. Is the one that is what? Giving what? Cheerfully. Tell somebody cheer up. Please tell somebody cheer up. And serve God with joy and excitement. Yeah, joy and excitement. If you see someone serving God with joy and excitement, Charlie, they have some wing, wind helping them to fly. Pastor Diana Koso, a Jumano, a Titi Nipa Bravo. Me, who see a frame, you say, I'm a frame, brother, 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 brother. You know, in the Bible, God was holding on with Moses until he started getting very, very stressed and depressed. He said, are these my people? They are your own people. He started, he started throwing tantrums. So God said, no problem. Come up. Let me kill you. He just invited him to the top of the mountain. I was taking you to this place, this land flowing with milk and honey. But at this point, you know, since you are not happy leading the people, let me redraw you to heaven. And later on, Moses came and decided that, oh, okay, I want to change. God said, we are not having this conversation. You have run your race. The same with Elijah. Jezebel pursued him. The guy ran, oh, entered into one cave. When he went there, God was already on ground. He asked him, what are you doing here? He said, they have been chasing me since. And I'm the only one speaking for God. Take me and let me join my ancestors. God said, is that so? Eat first. After eating. Since you have started complaining that you are the only one. Let me tell you what I have. There are some 7,000 there. Who have not bowed to this Jezebel you are running from. And they are still in my fridge. I can use them anytime. But since you are tired and you are murmuring. No, when you finish eating this cake. I want you to go. There is one guy doing mechanized farming there. He's called Elisha, the son of Shaphat. When you go, this mantle I've given you, give it to him. Let him replace you. 
I'm transporting you. That's how he carried him also away. You can't be serving God with a privileged mind. With, with, with a mind that you are doing God some service or you are doing God good. The service you are serving God eh, is like, hey. <laughs> it's like you are there and you say you will not poo poo. Right. Is this Zoom Lion you are disturbing? The service is a way of you breathing, living. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Elijah, Elijah said, he used to call down fire. When he said, I'm tired, I'm not doing again. God said, no problem. Even if you call down fire, oh yeah? Away bus. Moses, away bus. And of course, the people who came after them did better than they did. Till today. Yes, Joshua did better. Took them to the promised land. You understand? Elisha, double, double. Look, it is a privilege that you and I are sitting here in church today. Because it, of course, if a Muslim died yesterday, it's likely they buried the person today. But you are not in the mortuary. You are in the sanctuary. Is this where to go? Do this thing with joy. Do it with what? Whether you are paid physically or not, God is the one who rewards them that diligently seek it. And I know pastors have really abused people, broken people, destroyed, tortured people. But God is not the reason why you went through that. Reconnect yourself with this God. Jesus can write the wrongs for you. Is God talking to someone here? Yes. He can help you. Rewrite the story. And oh boy, we have all come from somewhere. Is that not so? Yes, but we have to give God a chance. Tell someone to give God a chance. To work with you. To work with you. So tell them, tell them, start dedicating yourself to God. Work for the Lord. <laughs> Recently, about two years ago, there was one guy working in a bank. Two or three years. I preached a message here, sexual disaster. And one of our LPs gave the message to the brother. Because the brother was being fast in the bank. All these national service people, internship people. He has, he has other appointments in other places. Nice guy, just firing everywhere. So this friend of his in our church, he just took the message and said, Charlie, I have a gift for you, Valentine. Or I take. The guy listened to the message. Like 15 minutes, he said, are you trying to change me? <laughs> he said, the message is too much. The thing is changing my mind. I'm not listening. I'm not. He said, if I listen, I will leave all these girls. Less than one month. He went to sleep with a lady in a, a hotel. Here in Accra, in the, this thing, uh, the lady slammed and died. The family said, he killed the lady. As we are talking right now, it's a very big case. His salvation was to give God chance that sexual disaster would have helped him to stay away from what? That disaster. One man said, sex is a disaster in the womb. 
Ebina makachire we. Yes. And the whole day that day, he's the only one they can trace. Yes. Even when they went to Mbunu, there was matter inside the woman. There is always an opportunity God will be giving to someone. That's why he says that when you hear the voice of the Spirit, please, please, just open your heart and give Jesus a chance to come into your life. My mother had two accidents, vehicular accidents. The second one, when she went to, she was admitted um, in the hospital. She, she was never discharged from the hospital and she died. I still enter vehicle. <laughs> because car is better than legs. That accident contributed to the losing of my mother. It's not the reason why I will, not, I will not drive. I'm here to even drive nicer cars. Some of us have been abused. Things have happened in places. But it's not the reason why you will turn your back on God. You need to give God a chance to be your savior, your deliverer. Even in this church, even this pastor preaching, there are things I would do or not do that will offend you. But it's, you see, God is our father. And we are all his children. So if your brother offends you in the house of your father, you don't disown your father. Do you disown your father because your brother didn't do well? No, no. What is God's problem? God, God shouldn't have a problem. Because... That's why the, the apostle was saying, let brotherly love what? Because he knows that brethren will fight. But it shouldn't be the problem of the father or the mother. Sorry, <laughs> Jai and Kasa Njaya sorry in Shobia. We Jai Shawao. We made Jaya sorry as Shobia. Especially for a church like us who are very soul driven, Christocentric. We are chasing every soul in every corner. People can really use it against us because they know that souls are very valuable to us. We are made Jaya sorry. You see, you see, yeah, 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 yeah. me chiche bi man ko fobi o university of ghana na me me cheno ye wa na obaya i say i'm not reading the book the book is changing me 
He said, the book is saying, and a lady be all say, you will read it. <laughs> yeah, it is a book. <laughs> As you are kissing somebody, not knowing the, you, you are not just kissing a beautiful woman, there's a monster somewhere. Vampire. Chale? Chale, 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 chale. Look at someone say, chale, 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 chale. Brother, mommy, fan chow, why? I'm the chalk free. Yeah. Can't you be such a challenge, 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 challenge? Shabby be it. Shabby be it. Hey, number boy. Sexual disaster. Your staff will go. Your signet ring will go. Your Abba. 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 Uh, and the way most women even describe men, they are they are durability in the sexual bed. It, they say you don't last. It's, it's just two minutes. You don't last five minutes. Is that where you are selling all your life? And then come so cold one hour to say. And what on cry so I call one hour five minutes. I go be crying. See a church and I see you don't go to your cry we we juma enuni seconds disaster kai may you escape it in jesus name we jai pastor may preach ya ma dia but you know nice why tell somebody jesus is wonderful and tell somebody i just sense to tell somebody that just come back to jesus you have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.